All right, guys, I'm back again to bring you another episode in the Discipline of Manliness podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about influence, how it is like a superpower to us and how we can use it to positively or negatively influence those under our care. We're going to be discussing some great ways to use our influence positively, and we're also going to dig into a few ways to handle negative influences in our lives. This is all coming from a book I recently listened to on Audible called The Gift of Influence by Tommy Spaulding. Great book. I highly encourage you guys to check that book out, give it a download and listen, or simply pick up the book and read it. It was really impactful and I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys will enjoy this episode and I hope to hear from you guys on how this is going to change your perspectives on how to use your influence to impact those around you and that you serve. What kind of man are you? This life will require you to be steadfast, immovable, strong, and courageous. Though this world says you should get a trophy just for showing up and there are no winners and losers, you must train to win the prize. You do the hard things. You persevere. You are becoming the man God created you to be. You exercise discipline, the discipline of manliness. Envision Mile High Stadium. It's packed all the way to the cheap seats. Close to 80,000 people are packing the stadium for one special event, to celebrate your life. That's right, these people are here for your funeral. How, you ask? How could there possibly be 80,000 people at my funeral? This is the number of people that you've influenced over the course of your life, and every single one of them is in attendance to remember you. How does that change the way you live, act, speak, or treat people on a day-to-day basis? This is an illustration from the audiobook I recently listened to called The Gift of Influence by Tommy Spaulding. We all have influence, and we all use that influence to affect people every single day. Whether that influence is positive or negative is up to each one of us. Will the cries from the people in the stands be cheers or jeers? Will people be celebrating our life or celebrating our passing? I've never met someone in my entire life who intended to have a negative influence on anyone else. We all want to have a positive influence, and we usually believe we're generally a positive influence. But intentions aren't generally reality, and they certainly don't determine others' perceptions. What determines whether our influence is positive or negative is action, guys. It's what we're actually doing. It's how we actually treat people. So let me ask you this. Think of the worst leader you've ever had. What were they like? How did they treat you? What was so terrible about them that it made them such a bad leader? I'm quite certain they didn't set out in life to become the worst leader you or anyone else ever had. I'm sure that they had every intention of being a good leader. But if I had to guess, I'm going to bet what made them a bad leader was that they were self-centered or some variation of that. They didn't praise you enough or the other employees around you. They didn't give you enough time or direction They're too demanding. They threw you under the bus. All of these things can basically be boiled down to some form of self-centeredness. Maybe they didn't give enough time and direction because they're too focused on their own work or their own life outside of work. Maybe they didn't praise enough because they're too distracted by their own tasks and accomplishing their own goals. Or maybe they're demanding because their boss is demanding and maybe they were worried about their own job. Maybe they threw you under the bus because they're scared and were only thinking of themselves and protecting their own job. In all of these hypotheticals, that individual is only thinking of themselves. 
but I guarantee you they weren't deliberately thinking, how do I make sure I'm the worst possible boss to insert your name today? Let me ask you this. Who are you thinking of when you go about your day? Do you go about your day focused on your own tasks and all that you need to get done or what you're trying to accomplish? How much time are you devoting to thinking of those that you serve, whether that's employees, your wife, your kids, your friends, etc., anybody? And how can you be a support to them? I'll caution you that if you're going through your day by starting off thinking of your schedule, what you have to do, what you need to accomplish, and worried about no one but yourself, you might possibly be having a negative influence on those around you. Not saying in any way you shouldn't think about yourself at all, you definitely need to, and I've talked about that in past episodes. You've got to think about yourself and the certain things that will set you up to be the best version of yourself so you can show up positively for those around you. You guys have to do that. That's an important aspect of being a good man. But if you're only thinking of yourself, there is a real danger that you're having a negative influence on those around you. But I'm not treating anyone badly, you might protest. Okay, yeah, maybe your influence is relatively neutral or as much as an influence can be. But are you satisfied with having a neutral influence? It's possible that your positive influence could be the difference in someone's day and create an impact that changes that person's day for the better. Are you willing to miss that opportunity? First, let's talk about some ways that we can use our influence positively in the lives of those around us. And then we're going to look at how to handle people that are negative influences in our life. So how can we use our powers of influence to have a positive impact on those around us? First of all, guys, smile. You'd be amazed at the impact that a genuine smile can have on someone. Just try it. Try walking down the street and smiling at someone. Nothing cheesy. Don't give them a fake smile. Just a nice, genuine smile that says you're friendly and like you're saying, have a great day without saying a single word. Sometimes we walk around just so stressed about all the demands on our lives, bills that need to be paid, worried about things at home, the kids, and we go around with what Jack Schaefer calls in the book, The Like Switch. It's called the urban scowl. The urban scowl is a repellent and it tells people to stay away, that we're not approachable. And there is a time and place to use that in certain situations. And we'll talk about those when we talk about self-defense or in situational awareness in future episodes. But we absolutely cannot walk around with that urban scowl perpetually on our face. So be sure to smile at people, especially when you're in settings where you know many of the people around you or you're familiar at least with those people. Places like school or church or work. A smile is the easiest thing to give someone. There's a great quote that says, A smile costs nothing, but gives much. It enriches those who receive it without making poorer those who give. It takes but a moment, but the memory of it sometimes lasts forever. A second thing you can do to be a positive impact and influence in someone's life, flip someone's script. This was a great line in the book, The Gift of Influence, that really stood out to me. We all walk around with a mental script playing in our heads. I think if we could hear those scripts that play, we'd often be surprised at what some people are hearing or telling themselves. Sometimes the people who appear the most confident can actually struggle with self-doubt, fear, and feelings of worthlessness. The point is, you just never know what someone's script is playing in their head. But you have the ability to help flip that script for somebody. But you have to get to know people to figure out what that script is and how you can help turn it around. Now, here's a really important aspect of helping flipping in flipping someone's script. 
you can't just give them lip service. So let's just say you have an employee comes to you and admits, I don't feel like I'm really valued on this team. You sit there, listen, you're attentive, you're respectful as they talk, you're, and you just simply tell them, well, let me assure you, you're a valued member of this team. Does saying that automatically make that person feel valued? I'm going to absolutely guarantee you it doesn't. You can't tell someone they're valued. You have to show them. You have to do something. You can even encourage other members of your team in doing this without betraying that person's confidence. Maybe another team member tells you something at some point that says, man, you know, that person really did a great job on this, this project, this thing that we were working on. You could encourage them even by telling them, man, that's so great to hear. I'm sure they'd love to know what that meant to you and how much that helped you. Why don't you go and tell them that or write them a thank you note or go get them a coffee, you know, get them their favorite drink on me. Things like that will go a long way in flipping someone's script. And again, you don't have to betray someone's confidence in doing that, but you can certainly do little things that are going to help change that person's perception of, of how the team feels about them. So make sure you're making those attempts. And again, hear someone out, know what script is playing in their head and do little things, you know, each day even that are going to stand out to that person to make sure that they know that you're speaking something different into their lives and helping change the the script that's playing for them. A third thing that you can do to be a positive influence, take the focus off yourself. I started this podcast out by saying that most negative influence comes from a place of self-centeredness. So remove yourself from the center of focus. We all have demands on our time and things that have to get done. I absolutely understand that, but there is a balance that can be achieved. Again, this is a place where you can start small. Just find one person that you can impact each day. Maybe it'll be the same person every day for a while. Or maybe you know enough people to impact someone new each and every day. Just find someone and send them a text or give them a quick phone call to tell them you appreciate them. Or even just try to take some time to get to know them. You know, take 30 minutes and go get coffee to hear someone's story. Just make it about them. This doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It's just a gesture to focus on someone else and learn about them and or take time to be a bright spot in their day. Like I said, if you're pressed for time, make it quick. Make it a text and tell them you're thinking of them or just check in. Say, hey, I'm just thinking of you. How's, how are things going today? You know, just check in on something they might be dealing with. Hey, how's that thing going that you told me about the other day? Or is you, are you making progress? Just check in. You know, my friend Kyler sends me a text almost daily with a quote that he's seen or some sort of comment on a podcast or some sort of meme or something, you know, positive, but he sends me little things like that almost daily. And they're just a little engagement that I have each and every day that is a real encouragement to me. And it's things like that that take what, I mean, 10 seconds to quit, get a screenshot and send a, send a text to somebody no main script, no big talk, no time, hardly at all. Just something to send and it lets someone know you're thinking of them. You can find time to do something like that that's that small, but yet that impactful. Just a caution, guys, in this one, don't go overboard with the positivity. It is possible to be too positive and to ultimately kind of look fake. So just make sure that whatever you're doing, don't don't go overboard with it. But definitely branch out, do something to engage with somebody else, take the focus off yourself and just make their day better. Now that I've given you a few simple ideas about being a positive influence, let's look at the other side of the coin. How do you handle someone who's a negative influence? The short answer, it kind of depends. 
It depends on a lot of things. And I really can't answer that question for you guys because we're obviously different people. And I don't believe there's only one way to handle this situation. But I'll tell you what I would do. And you can weigh that out and see if my approach makes sense for you. But first, I'm going to go to a couple scriptures because I think that scripture is going to be the most solid advice you're ever going to get. And I've got two verses for you today from Proverbs. For Proverbs 13, 20, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. And then Proverbs 22, 24 through 25, make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. I think these verses make it pretty clear how we're to handle negative influences, but I'm still going to walk you through my approach. First of all, who is it? Who's the negative influence in your life? Is it a family member or a boss? Is it someone that you have to be around or is it someone that you maybe could easily kind of just cut out of your life? If it's someone that can be easily cut out, guys, cut them out. You don't have to be around those people and life's too short to spend time around negative influences and negative people. You don't need to subject yourself to that kind of negative influence. And I would encourage you, don't. If, on the other hand, this is someone that you do have to be around, it's a boss or it's a family member and you can't just up and leave a job or absolutely get out of your family, of course, then you're going to have to approach things differently. You're going to have to set some boundaries and stand by them. And that is a very crucial part of this equation. You're going to have to set some new expectations. If I were in that position, again... I would go to that person privately sooner rather than later, and I'd explain my issue with their actions. I would calmly point out what they'd been doing, and assuming with my language, they may not realize that they've been such a negative influence. And I'd remain expectantly hopeful that they would take my rebuke or maybe encouragement to, to change in a, in a really good way. I would then set some new expectations with them and make it really clear what I'm going to tolerate moving forward. And if they cross that line in the future, I have to stand strong on what I said I would do. But here's something really important that you need to remember in this situation. Until you know otherwise, never ascribe to malice that which is adequately explained by incompetence. Napoleon Bonaparte said that, and I believe that this is something we need to remember. In other words, assume positive intent unless you know for a fact that that negative influence in your situation is doing something deliberately. So to sum this up again, assume positive intent. Set clear boundaries and expectations and enforce your boundaries as you've explained. If you fail to enforce your boundaries, you have no one to blame in this situation but yourself. And I've lived it. I've been there. I've absolutely done it where I didn't make things clear and I subjected myself to a negative influence for far too long. And I could have done something about it much sooner. And it really affected me in a negative way. So don't do that. Make sure that you approach this person, set new boundaries, set expectations, and make it clear how you're going to handle things if they cross that line in the future, and then absolutely stand by it. There's a number of ways that you might need to approach this. You might have to ultimately say that if they are going to keep crossing this boundary, then you're going to have to remove yourself from time spent with them. And that can be really, really difficult, especially when it's a family dynamic. If it's a job situation, you may need to get somebody else involved. You may need to get someone they respect in the mix so that they understand the seriousness of how they're impacting you and affecting you. You absolutely should go to that person privately first. But part of your boundaries might be that if they don't stop doing this thing, 
that you're going to be willing to call this out in a public way. And it might be really important that you do so because they might be doing this to other people and for others to understand that someone else has taken a stand might be again, hugely impactful that they know, Oh wow, you're standing up for this situation too. I've been treated that way as well. Yeah. I'm not going to tolerate this behavior either. And they might give them the courage to stand up too. You have to do it with respect, but you can still do it. And if you need to know more about my situation, guys, I'd be happy to talk with you more privately about that. So again, rebuke privately first, but there is a time after that's been done where you can rebuke publicly too. And if it's a subordinate, you might need to as well so that everybody else knows that the boss isn't going to tolerate this kind of bad behavior and it might make a really big impact on all of them as well. As I've been thinking about this topic, I've heard a song on country radio by Tim McGraw called Standing Room Only. And I thought it was particularly relevant to this topic. The song's about how when he dies, he wants there to be a, such a crowd at his funeral that it's standing room only. He has a line in that song that says, I want to live like the dollar and the clock on the wall don't own me. Are you living the way that you want to be living? If not, why not? Is it because you feel tied to the clock on the wall and making a buck? How is living like that impacting you and those around you? If you're not living life the way that you want to be, do you really know what kind of life you want? If not, you have to develop a vision for your life. You have to anchor that vision in God's words so you know that you're aligned with God's will for your life and get super clear on what you want to be achieving and accomplishing. If you don't know how to do that, then I'll help you. Just reach out to me. Man, we have to start living in a way that is truly living so that we're building up those around us and using our influence to positively impact those under it. How are you using your influence? Are you using it to positively impact those around you? To change someone's day for the better? To flip someone's script or even just make them smile? Or is your influence the negative influence that someone needs to cut out of their life? When it comes time to meet your eternity, will you be sent off to 80,000 cheers or jeers? Will you meet the Lord one day saying, well done, good and faithful servant? Or will he be just saying, well, you made it as one who makes it through the flames? Or worse yet, I never knew you. If you don't know, guys, 100% where you're going to spend eternity without a shadow of a doubt, you have to settle that first. You can reach out to me privately if you need to, and I'd be happy to walk you through that. Or you can simply believe these six simple facts. God created us to be with him. Our sins separate us from God. Sins can't be removed or washed away by good deeds. Paying the price for sin, Christ lived a perfect life and died for us. Everyone who believes in Jesus Christ will receive eternal life. And life that is eternal can never be lost. Get your eternity settled first and then get to living a life of positive influence. Make someone smile today. Get to know someone and help flip their script. Take the focus off yourself and focus on what you can do for those around you and what they need. All right, guys, that is our talk on having a life of positive influence. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, and I know I really enjoyed this one. I had a great time listening to that book. I highly recommend if you want to hear it, uh, download Audible, get the gift of influence and listen to that, or buy the book and give it a read. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it, and it certainly had a, a great impact on me. But let's use our influence in a positive way, guys, to impact the world around us and those we serve. 
if you guys are enjoying this show and have enjoyed this episode, I would really love it if you guys would go onto your podcast platform, leave me a rating and review. It would really help me a lot as I seek to grow this show and keep delivering this kind of content to you guys. Also, if you want to reach out to me about anything that I talked about or give me extra input or ideas on this topic or any other, you can reach me at colin.hornback on Instagram or just look up Colin Hornback on Facebook and you can reach me there. I'd love to have a conversation with you guys about any of these topics about being the men God created us to be. So until next time, guys, let's keep becoming the men God created us to be and keep practicing the discipline of manliness. Thank you.